every weekday morning from 7. Wake up with Aaron. Be honest, it's great, isn't it? Go ahead and say it's great. Only on Red Road. Drake and Hotline Bling here on Red Road FM. Very good morning. Oh, I'm out of breath. Had to, um... Just had to sprint here into the studio today. Which isn't great on a Monday morning, I'll be honest with you. Especially when you've had two days off last week. Basically, where our studio is, they have, um... They very kindly decided to close the road this morning. Down towards our building here. And they wouldn't let me past. Even though I was, uh... Well, I, I kind of begged them to uh, just move the cones and say, look, I've got to get down to the studio at Red Road to uh, present the breakfast show. Kind of, kind of an important job. They were having none of it this morning. Now, leave your car there, sir, and you'll have to walk down. Great. Thanks for the warning. Cheers, guys. Appreciate it. No warning of this happening at all today. But I'm here now, even though I'm a little bit out of breath, but never mind. Monday mornings, wake up with Aaron. Also on the show as well, after eight, big news of a big, big interview, which is coming up on the show on Wednesday. If you've not heard the news on our Facebook page or on Brand New yesterday, stay tuned. That's coming up after eight. Ollie Tronic's been on this morning saying, Aaron, whatever happened to Chin Up Mondays? Well, the thing is, the, the demand wasn't there, was it? Let's be honest. I got rid of it, and nobody seemingly noticed until now. That was two months ago. The Red Road Breakfast Show with Aaron Outram. I, I personally don't think the demand's there. That's all I'm saying. Right now on the Red Road Breakfast Show, it's time for you to vote. It's that time of the week again, I know. One day soon fly around, don't they? The big tune of the week. Time for the big battle. Two tracks in a row for you to pick our big tune of the week. It's as simple as that. The way you vote is on Twitter. Send in your vote. And... Um, well, you pick our big tune of the week. It's as simple as that, really. I've just retweeted the poll up on at Redro Mornings. If you want to uh, go and take a look at that. Um, so if you uh, you vote via that uh, that Twitter poll, you will find it there on at Redro Mornings. And you can pick this week's big tune of the week. Two tracks in a row. One from Jess Glynn, who we're going to play in a moment. Ain't got far to go. Will this be your big tune of the week this week? Vote now on Twitter. The big tune of the week. I'll be honest, Jess Glenn's winning it at the moment, 75% to 25%. You can change that though. Every vote counts, as they say. Maybe you fancy Jonas Blue instead. The big tune of the week. Oh, 
Jonas Blue versus Jess Glynn. Who do you want is your big tune of the week this week? Vote now on Twitter. Go to at Retro Mornings. You'll find the poll there. Just uh, select your favourite. Simple as that. And we shall re- uh, reveal the winner tomorrow morning from 7.30 here on Red Road FM. Music is life. Red Road. Coldplay. Adventure of a Lifetime. Here on Red Road FM. 8.08. All together now. I can't resist joining in at the end. The best and only way to start your day. I don't understand what's going on here. Wake up with Aaron. Ladies and gentlemen, it's just gibberish. This is Red Road. Certainly is Red Road FM. Right, on the show right now, this is what's so great about this show, especially on a Monday, because we can cheer you up by literally going to anywhere in the world. In fact, shall we all take a flight now? Let's go with a flight. Let's let's take a flight to somewhere, uh, because Noel Lee and Kev have requested this track. So I th- I, let's just let's just all, all aboard, everybody. All aboard. Let's go. Let's go. Welcoming you aboard Coconut Airways Flight 3722 Bridgetown Barbados. We will be flying at an height of 32,000 feet and at an airspeed of approximately 600 miles per hour. Refreshments will be served after takeoff. Kindly fasten your safety belts and refrain from smoking until the aircraft is airborne. Showbiz World today. And has Louis Tomlinson revealed his baby boy's name? Uh, well, he uh, reportedly has. The um, star, they were already in the newspapers calling the, the, the baby boy a star, just because it's uh, Louis Tomlinson's son. But uh, the, the new baby, anyway, apparently has had his name chosen. Now, I should stress that this is not yet confirmed, but uh, everybody's talking about it, so we might as well throw it in there as well. Because uh, the name that he's chosen is... Sydney Rain. What did you say? Yeah. Sydney Rain. Okay. Also in the showbiz world today, Amanda Holden was so infuriated with fellow judge uh, Simon Cowell on Britain's Got Talent, she has poured no less than three glasses of water over him, it's been revealed today. It all kicked off at the London auditions of PGT when Simon made a joke comparing jazz singer Joe Gibson's act to a bad dinner date he once had with Amanda. Of course, Amanda wasn't too uh, pleased about this and chucked her glass of water in Simon's face before grabbing fellow judge Alicia Dixon and David Williams' cups and also pouring them over Simon's head. He was so drenched, an audience member told the Sunday uh, Mirror his shirt went completely see-through. Well, to be honest with you, this is... Uh We've all seen it all before. He has his, he has his shirt so low anyway, doesn't he? Let's be honest. Leaves nothing... And I repeat, nothing to the imagination. So, uh, it's, it's not not too much of a shot what's under there, is it? Let's be honest. This is Wake Up With Aaron, only on Red Road FM. Added to the Red Road FM playlist this week, that is L King there. And X's and O's. Good track, isn't it? Wake up, time to wake up and 
Check out the full playlist online right now at retrofm.com. Click on playlist, you will find it there. This is Wake Up With Aaron, only on Red Road FM. 8.50 right now on the Red Road Breakfast Show. And on Wednesday, a huge 80s megastar joining me on the show. Do you remember Howard Jones? Of course you do. Howard Jones uh, was a huge star back in the 80s. And he's back as well. On a brand new tour around the UK. And on Wednesday, he's joining me here on Red Road FM. That's right. Wednesday morning, after nine o'clock, Howard Jones will be here chatting to me on the Red Road Breakfast Show. I'm, I'm shocked too, I can't believe it. Howard Jones coming back to Sheffield City Hall on Sunday 14th of February, Valentine's Day. In 1983, of course, Howard Jones first burst upon the music scene with his uh, very English songwriting, pioneering synthesizers and thought-provoking lyrics as well. He set out manifesto in his very first single, New Song. The lyrics called on the listener to challenge the preconceived ideas to see both sides and throw off your metal chains. New Song was uh, recently used in a pivotal scene in Breaking Bad where Aaron Paul's character Jesse Pinkman questions if he wants to play by the rules. New song, of course, peaked at number three in the UK singles charts. And now, an evening with Howard Jones is available and coming on a February 2016 UK tour. As I mentioned before, he's at Sheffield at the City Hall Sunday, 14th of February. He's also here as well on the Red Road Breakfast Show after nine on Wednesday. If you've got a question you want to ask Howard, feel free to email it through to me. Aaron at redroadfm.com. A-A-R-O-N at redroadfm.com. And we shall ask it. Not often we throw questions out to the listeners with uh, interviews, but uh, seeing as though it's a big mega star like Howard Jones, we kind of feel obliged. So that's going to be on Wednesday morning's show after nine o'clock. Just trying to finalise what time it will be. I imagine it's going to be about 9.20 on Wednesday. Listening tomorrow, I'll uh, have that confirmed for you. So, as we mentioned before, Valentine's Day is at Sheffield City Hall, also appearing in London, Winchester, Exeter, Glasgow, Gateshead, Liverpool, Worcester, Manchester, Leeds, Lincoln and Bury St Edmunds as well. So... uh, He's all over the place. As well as here on the Red Road Breakfast Show. We are so excited. Wednesday morning after 9 o'clock. 80s megastar, Howard Jones. Let's do a new song right now, shall we? Just because I can. From 1983. The big talking point is on the way next. Wake up with Aaron. This is Red Road. Certainly is Red Road FM, right? Um, on the show right now, it's time for the big talking point. Of course, with me um, not being here for a couple of days last week, I've not been able to talk about the NTAs on the show much. Although, having said that, I'm 
quite good. I was quite shocked when watching the show on Wednesday night, I've got to say. Because, um, well, there was, a, of course, a big winner. No, not not a, a surprise, really, uh, as to the to the winner of uh, the first award of the night. However, I was shocked at what Paul Hollywood said when he got upstage for when the Bake Off won. Of course, The Great British Bake Off is a, um, well, it's a fantastic show, number one. Number two, it's a much-loved show by Great Britain as well. However, I didn't expect Paul Hollywood to come out with this when he was on stage on Wednesday night. Who knew you could, um, well, basically you could have so much fun in a tent? Just saying. I had no idea they got up to this on Bake Off. No idea at all. Paul, explain. Mel and Sue are the glue that holds us all together inside the tent, but last year was the best year we've ever had in the tent. The bakers were amazing. Mary enjoyed herself thoroughly. I enjoyed myself. Mel and Sue are the whale of a time, and Nadia became a legend. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Paul Hollywood, Dirty Boy. Who knew you could have so much fun in a tent, eh? I didn't. Of course he's on about the bacon, I know, I know. Or is he? Kaylee thoroughly enjoyed the uh, Paul Hollywood story this morning. <laughs> Thanks for that, Harry. Just spit my cornflakes all over the place. That's not great, is it? Kaylee's just on about the baking, I promise you. Dave also found it a little bit funny this morning as well. I promise you, I promise you, he's just, just on about the baking. Well, I, ho- I hope he is anyway. I'm already. Mary, you going as well? Oh. It just seems strange to not have Mel and Sue with us. I, they would love to be here. They're part of our team. Mel and Sue are the glue that holds us all together inside the tent. But last year was the best year we've ever had in the tent. The bakers were amazing. Mary enjoyed herself thoroughly. I, I enjoyed myself. Mel and Sue are the whale of a time. And Nadia became a legend. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Who knew you could have so much fun in a tent, eh? The best and only way to start your day. I don't understand what's going on here. Wake up with Aaron. Ladies and gentlemen, it's just gibberish. This is Red Road. Aaron's Album of the Week. This week's album of the week comes from uh, quite possibly the world's biggest boy band at the moment. They're going on a break, of course, in March on a hiatus and now they're this week's album of the week as well tracks from Made in the AM play at 9.35 every single day this week this week's album of the week comes from One Direction Aaron's album of the week playing first up this week their brand new single which is out very very soon it's called Infinity Down to earth Keep on falling when I know it hurts Going One Direction and Infinity taken from this week's album of the week 
the tracks from the album at 9.35 every single day this week. Speaking of this week, by the way, big, big, busy week for interviews. Here on Radio Red FM, just looking down the list here. Infinity. In fact, not just this week, Wednesday is a huge day for interviews here on Red Red FM. We've got Howard Jones here with me on The Breakfast Show in the morning. Uh, then we've got Reverend Gary Schofield coming in and chatting to Ernie on The Community Show on Wednesday afternoon. And then The Lost Days from Worksop. We had them as our feature band of the le- uh, week last week. And they're coming in and chatting to Dan on Wednesday night as well on The Red Red Unsigned Show. So a very, very busy week for interviews here on Red Red FM. Uh, check out the, um, well, just, just keep... Just keep checking back here and uh, we'll um, keep playing the interviews out as well I'm sure uh, the Howard Jones one will be repeated I'm sure so will the Lost Days one as well probably here on the breakfast show and uh, the Reverend Gary Schofield one may be repeated as well if not they'll all be on our SoundCloud page for you to check out from and they'll all be on the Wake Up With Aaron brand new sparkling podcast as well which you can uh, download from SoundCloud as well head over to my Facebook page for full details about that Wake Up With Aaron on Red FM and we shall get our interviews especially the Howard Jones one if you're not able to listen on Wednesday that'll be up on the brand new sparkling Wake Up With Aaron podcast on Friday when it's uploaded to our Facebook page Wake Up With Aaron on Red Road FM if you missed any of the show last week by the way the first podcast is available to listen now so check them out when you can Wake Up With Aaron on Red Road FM find us on SoundCloud and hopefully fingers crossed coming soon to iTunes as well all on the way we'll keep you up to date with that when it happens music is life red road every weekday morning from seven wake up with aaron be honest it's great isn't it go ahead and say it's great only on red road howard jones that is new song Right now, time for one of the biggest interviews that we've ever done on Red Road FM. The person we're about to speak to had 10 top 40 hit singles in the UK between 1983 and 1986, including six in the top 10. If I mention tracks like that one we just heard there, new song, What Is Love, Hide and Seek, Things Can Only Get Better, it's quite obvious that I am talking about Howard Jones and Howard joins me on the phone right now first of all howard a big thanks for uh, joining us today very good morning to you are you okay are you okay yes yes i'm i'm great thanks aaron how how are you I, i'm i'm great thank you it's um it's, it's a pleasure to to talk to you where in the world do we find you today um yeah i'm, I'm i live down in the in the southwest of of england um I, yeah in um in somerset yeah that's where i live so you're in somerset today Yes, lovely yeah. part of the world. Lovely part. I was, I was uh, half expecting you to say somewhere like Barbados or, or LA or, or somewhere like that, but Somerset's no. just as nice. <laughs> no, I, actually, I was, I was in, um, I was in New York on the weekend because I was doing a gig um, um, out there, and um, I got caught in that incredible blizzard. You know, the um, uh, <laughs> where, where they completely shut down the whole city, and there was no traffic on the on the roads, so you could walk down the center of the of the um of all the avenues and uh, you know in in the snow it was amazing incredible so you you came back from from you you, um well you say it's incredible uh uh, incredible snowstorm over there so uh but i bet it was quite incredible to witness wasn't it being being over there yeah Yeah, it was and uh, it was actually quite difficult to um to move around you know i came in on on the train for i was staying with my friends um outside new york and the train was almost completely deserted and then 
you know, got to the station and there's no cabs. And um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, I finally finally made it to a hotel and then, then they kind of shut down the whole city. It was it was quite amazing. Well, I bet you're uh, bet you're glad to be in there. Uh, well, I was going to say that the warmth of, of Somerset, but it's not, it's not much warmer over here, but it's uh, certainly a lot warmer than over in New York at the moment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, did um, now obviously you're here to talk about your your uh, February 2016 tour, which we'll get onto in a second. But yeah. um, I just wanted to take you right back to the very start, if I could. Did you always uh, want to become a singer? Is that something you always aspired to be? Um, I always wanted to be um, a musician. So I started off, you know, playing the piano when I was seven. So and it was always like pop music I wanted to do, even though. You know, I studied classical music and um, had piano lessons, all that, you know, stuff. Um, but it was always pop music, I, you know, I wanted to do. Um, and I was really, you know, a, a keyboard player. And then I started writing songs and there was no one around to sing them. So I had to start developing my singing myself. So, you know, I was kind of DIY, really. Um, so, yeah, um, always wanted to be a musician and an accidental singer. Uh, excellent. So, who was your uh, inspiration? What what music did you listen to when you were you were growing up? Um, well, I mean, you know, it was a huge variety of stuff because you know my parents were, were Welsh, so they, you know, they they grew up singing at home, and 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 it was just part of their culture. You know, they used to sing and they used to do um, duets at home. You know, not not professionally at all, just just for the love of it. And so I grew up with that, and then my mother always listened to the radio, so we were always listening to the Beatles and the Stones, and you know when I was very young, and and all you know all those all those bands from the sixties, um, and then you know I got I got into you know bands like um, you know yeah, Emerson Lake and Palmer in the, in, in the seventies because it had an amazing keyboard player and Keith Emerson and and discovered people like Stevie Wonder because he was a keyboard player you know so um really there's just so many influences and it all um you know re- really really uh, I I suppose the things I was really attracted to was things with great melody um and great sort of um you know tunes you could um you could you get stuck in your head now of course it was in in 1983 that you first burst up on uh, the music scene if you like uh, we named a few of your hits before but i was interested to find out have you got a, a favorite track of yours or did they all mean something to you in you know, for all different reasons have you got a yeah. favorite i mean as you say you know they all they all mean something special to me but you know, if I had to be pinned down <laughs> under it, <a> t- <laughs> I, I would have to be um, hide and seek, which uh, which is probably you know the song that has the most meaning, um, and 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 also the one I got to play at Live Aid. You know, so so it, it's um, it's it's always been the fans' favourite song. So. Um, you know, I'd have to say hide and seek would be the one. Absolutely, I was going to, I was going to ask you about Live Aid. Actually, how did uh, that performance come about? Did you get approached, or how how did it did it all come into place? If you like, no, no. Actually, what what happened was, you know, there was Band Aid, the single before beforehand, and I really should have been on that, but I just was too busy, you know, um, doing. You know, it was crazy time for me. I was doing promotion everywhere and touring and stuff. And I didn't, uh, I wasn't in the right place at the right time, you know, to be part of that. So when I heard about Live Aid, 
I was absolutely adamant, you know, to be that I wanted to be part of it. And so I got my manager to, to you know, get in touch with Bob, uh, with Bob Geldof. And, and even though we were touring um, in the U.S. at the time, um, we said, you know, we definitely want to do it. We'll cancel shows and, and come back and do it. So it was one of those things I, 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 I felt it was a very important thing to be involved with. You know, it was an amazing cause. And, and, and it was something very, you know, it's right up my street, really, to be part of that. So um, made sure that I was going to be, you know, you know, playing at the London um, concert. Absolutely. What just explain to us what what was it like walking on stage towards your piano that day? What what was it like? Because obviously there's well, millions it, and millions of people yeah. watching. I mean, I I remember it so clearly because it, it obviously it was the most terrifying show you could ever do. I can imagine. Um, yeah. I mean, not just for me, but even though you know it was all the rock royalty were there, you know, doing gigs, but it must have been nerve-wracking for them as well because it wasn't just like a full Wembley stadium it was I don't know how many you know a billion people or something watching on TV so I mean I was standing outside of the stage and and Phil and Phil Collins was just finishing his number he said to me look be careful of the piano there's some there's some notes down the bottom end that are sticking you know and so as if I wasn't like terrified out of my brain already I you know, I, I I thought, oh no, I'm going to be playing, um, you know, a piano that's not working properly. But anyway, I, I I got to the piano and started the song, and very nervously, and I got to the chorus, and then the, the audience joined in, you know, and it was an amazing, uh, uplifting feeling, and they they just sang their hearts out, and it, after that moment, I really felt I could enjoy the whole day you know it's amazing let's talk about the the, the tour then how would you describe the tour that, that's coming up how would you describe it all as a whole um well you know it's 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 just me um and my um, and my piano um and i get to actually show you know the songwriting side of what i do you know i mean a lot of the most of the gigs i do you know are with my band you know it's very electronic and you know it's very sort of upbeat and stuff um but this, these shows are, are more about, you know, how I wrote the songs and some of the songs I don't get to play with the band um, that are, you know, more appropriate for the acoustic um, show. And I, I, and I talk about the stories behind them and, um, and sort of go through the career, really, and, 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 and explain myself a bit to people. Um, so it's, it, it's, it's a much more intimate affair. Um, and... Um, and people seem to really enjoy it, you know. So I, I don't do it very often. So um, it's a bit of a rare thing for me. But I really, I really enjoy it when I, you know, when I do. Yeah. Which your, was your last tour in in 2012? Four years ago, was it? Um, well, I did, I did a load of uh, a load of um, a lot of festivals this uh, this this summer. Uh, sorry, l last year. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I've done an acoustic acoustic. Yeah, you, you, yeah, I'm sure you're right. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, I mean the acoustic shows I haven't done since 2012. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you mentioned before you you didn't you, you don't do them a lot. So what what was no. the the driving force behind making you do? What did you think? Right. Do you know what I'm going to do? 2016. I'm going to decide to do a tour this year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I guess it's um, you know because you know I'm trying to keep it interesting for myself um, and the fans. You know, if you, if you keep doing the same thing. You know, you know, people say, "Oh, you know, I've I've seen that." So I like to 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 shake it up a bit, and and doing the acoustic shows is a really different take on the songs. You know, you, 
I'll be playing songs that people know, you know, that you've heard on the radio, but also some songs that you that, that I don't normally get to play. So, um, and the fans, you know, the fans really, really love that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 also a chance for me to to keep developing my piano playing and, and my singing and and uh, you know, it's a little bit scary going out on stage on your own. <laughs> and, uh, you know, develops that side of you as well. Okay, I can I can imagine. Yeah, I just wanted to um, to share this text with you that we received this morning. Actually, yeah. Um, yeah. it comes from one of our listeners. Um, yeah. It says, um, "I first saw Howard perform at the City Hall nearly thirty years ago, yeah. um, and I hope this performance this time around is just as good." Uh, can you please <laughs> ask um, if he'll be bringing uh, Jed along with him to the City Hall this year yeah. as well? No, no. I mean, Jed, you know, I mean, those, you know, that's a really, you know, Jed worked with me during the 80s, um, and he's still a, still a really good friend of mine. In fact, I'm going to his birthday party on Friday. Um, so we're still, we're still, you know, good mates. But we, I, you know, I don't, I don't do shows now with, um, with that kind of element in it. Um, and Jed's busy doing his, his stuff, you know, so, hmm. um, you know, Jed won't be there. No. One person who will be there, is it, uh, Elise Yule, is that opinion? Yes. I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah, that's good. Um, yes, you are. Yeah. She is. Um, well, she's uh, establishing herself in the uh, yeah. folk scene, isn't she? Uh, yeah. And she performed at last year's Glastonbury as well. Can you yeah. tell us a little bit more about Elise and what she does in the show? Um, yeah. Well, um, Elise is, um, um, you know, a, a friend of mine and a, and a and a great young artist that um, I've been sort of nurturing and helping to, you know, get a um, you know, get a start um, in you know in music. So I helped her make her first um, EP. She's she's, she's recorded uh, four songs, um, and you know, you know, just get the ball rolling and to send out to Glastonbury and places like that. You know, so so she could get gigs, and that worked very well. And I've just been encouraging her to do more and more live work, which she's doing. And I thought it would be great to have her along on the tour because you know she's really um, fantastic young artist. And I'm sure that people will be really, uh, you know, amazed, amazed to hear her. So, um, yeah, and I think it's very important for me to, you know, because lots of people helped me when I was starting out, and it's important for me to re- return the favour with with other young artists. I was I was going to ask you about that actually. If there's anybody listening here today who, who wants to become a singer, maybe they're in a band at the moment, or they aspire to become a singer or a musician, what advice would you give? What What's the best piece of advice you could give to break into the music industry? Um, well, that's really that's that's really really good, and I I can only give my sort of humble opinion on that. But what what I've always what I usually say to people is that the thing that you really aspire to do, uh, and uh, you know, just do it in whatever way you can. And what I mean by that is, you know, if you want to perform in front of people, then start off performing in front of your friends in the living room, and then you know at a at a party or something, you know, do a few songs at a party and discover whether you actually like doing it. And 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 you and you'll obviously get feedback from from your mates about what you're doing, and then you can become better. And then and then if you really feel that that you're enjoying that, then you know then then you know book yourself into a support slot, you know, at a local club. And uh, it's just it's just very important to to not just dream about it but to actually do it and and um and in whatever way you can and i think that's the key to it because then you find out if you 
really want to do it and if you really like it and if you do then you, you know then you have momentum to go forward so looking ahead then after the tour what, what's next i know you released uh, engaged last year have you got any more yeah. new music planned yeah well i've got um I've just written a couple of songs for um, a film that's coming out in February. It's called, um, it's about Eddie the Eagle. And uh, uh, Gary Barlow asked me to write a couple of songs for the soundtrack. And so, yeah, um, and it's because the film is set in the 80s, you know, I, I, I sort of did these songs in the style of the 80s. So it was really good fun doing it. So there's a soundtrack album that goes with that. And I'm thinking of playing one of them on the tour, actually, because I think it's really important to play some something brand brand spanking new that people haven't heard before so um yeah that's um that's what's coming up and then uh, there'll be an, uh, you know a new album by the end of the year brilliant brilliant well we, can, we, we can't we can't wait to hear that i'm sure that'll be be absolutely fantastic of course um an evening with howard jones solo the songs the piano and the stories comes to sheffield city hall uh, sunday 14th of february uh, valentine's day tickets are still available from the box office as well howard um just uh, finally a big thank you from me for, for coming on and, and talking to us today on on red road fm we do appreciate it Right, great. No, it's been a great pleasure, Aaron. Thank you very much for having me. All the best with uh, the tour as well, and uh, please uh, come back and, and talk to us again soon. Maybe, uh, maybe before yeah. you you release the, your new stuff at the end of the year. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great. Brilliant. We're going to play your 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 favourite now, Howard. We'll we'll mm-hmm. do uh, we'll do hide and seek on the show if that's all right with you. Oh, fantastic! That's great. Thanks, Howard, Brilliant. for joining us today. Okay. Cheers, Aaron. Cheers. Brilliant. Bye bye. And then we have it. That was Howard Jones there on the Red Road Breakfast Show, Hide and Seek, uh, the track. And then before that, of course, we were chatting to Howard live on the phone this morning. Uh, just give a big shout out to Big Stew, uh, saying uh, a good, good interview this morning. Thank you very much for that, Stew. Also, Ash as well. And Pat's come through today as well, saying, uh, what a lovely down to earth Howard Jones, um, oh, sorry, what a lovely down to earth artist Howard Jones is. Uh, it was a pleasure to listen to this morning. Thank you very much uh, for your message as well today, Pat. If you missed any of the interview with Howard Jones, it'll be on the brand new Wake Up With Aaron podcast, which will be released on Friday on my Facebook page, Wake Up With Aaron on Retro FM, so you can listen to it then. I think as well it's going to be repeated at some point next week here on The Breakfast Show, and I believe it's going to be repeated sometime this weekend as well, possibly with Ben Evans on the all-new morning show on Saturday morning, but that's not been finalised as yet. But of course, I'll let you know as soon as that happens. But it will be on the podcast anyway, so you can catch up at any time via the Facebook page, Wake Up With Aaron on Red Road FM, that'll be released on Friday. Lovely to speak to Howard Jones this morning, and I'm just going to repeat those ticket details again. If you do fancy and going and seeing Howard Jones in February, uh, he's performing at the Sheffield City Hall on uh, Valentine's Day, Sunday the 14th of February. Uh, if you want to get
get tickets for that, by the way. They are still available. £22.50. 0114-278-9789. That's 0114-278-9789. Or you can get tickets from the website as well, sheffieldcityhall.co.uk forward slash events forward slash Howard dash Jones. That's sheffieldcityhall.co.uk. Just click the links. I'm sure you'll find it on there as well. He's all over the place, actually. Milton Keynes, East um, Grindstead, also London, Winchester, Exeter, Glasgow, Gateshead, Liverpool, Worcester, Manchester, Leeds, Lincoln, and Bury St. Edmunds as well. So uh, make sure you get your tickets and go and see Howard Jones. Fantastic to speak to him on the show this morning. And if you missed any of it, don't forget, as I mentioned before, it will be on the brand spanking new Wake Up With Aaron podcast, which will be released on Friday. Friday, and I'm sure it'll be re- repeated some point here on Red Road FM as well. Music is life. Red Road. That's for Paul Lee today. Calvin Harris Blaine. Before that was the Arctic Monkeys sucking in sea, playing that for David, and we kicked off with Christina Aguilera Pink and everybody else that's on that track as well. There's like millions. Um, all right, there's four. From the Moulin Rouge soundtrack from Mad Mark and Andy and Mick this morning, uh, that was Lady Marmalade, of course. 8.52 right now. Coming up next is the big talking point. Um, basically something that everybody's been talking about for the past 24 hours. I've got a question for you, actually. How far would you go to save a little bit of money? How far would you go to save £8.50? I guarantee it won't be as much as this lad went to, or the, the stress that this lad went to to save £8.50 anyway. I guarantee it won't be that much. I'll reveal all next. So, I bet you're all wondering what the big talking point is today. Well, let me reveal all. How far would you go to save £8.50? Go on, tell me. I'm all ears. Because, um, Jordan... Not the Jordan, not Katie Price. This lad called Jordan here, Jordan Cox. Needed to get from Sheffield to Essex, but, um, well, you know what train fares are like. Really, really expensive, aren't they? So expensive that, um, well, Jordan shops around and realised that if he went to Berlin first and then went to Essex from there... He could save £8.50. Jordan found that the cheapest one-way ticket from Sheffield to Shenfield to Essex was 47 quid. A little bit expensive, I know. However, he could spend four quid on a train from Sheffield to Derby, then £4.20 on a bus from Derby to East Midlands Airport, followed by a ridiculously cheap flight to Berlin with Ryanair for £11.83. Then he could spend £9.54 on a flight to uh, Berlin, uh, from Berlin to Stansted, rather, and then eight quid on a bus ride home, totaling £37.57. So, of course, any normal human being would obviously choose that option because it's... uh, Oh, it saves a tenner. I said £8.50 before, didn't I? That's what it said in the headline. It's actually a tenner. So, of course, Jordan did that. Of course, Jordan didn't factor in the fact that you could spend up to 50 quid 
at duty free in Stansted Airport, Airport rather. So, um, of course, <laughs> it probably cost him a lot more if he spent that much in, in duty free, which he probably did. I mean, come on, it's a long flight. That's the big talking point today. All the big news headlines and um, things have picked up on that. I've noticed that on BBC News. It's been on uh, uh, on all over Facebook, all over Twitter. It's been on ITV News as well. Um, and it just makes it better that he's from Sheffield as well. What a way to save a tenner, eh? Let's fly to Berlin instead of catching the train. Great idea, that. Every weekday morning from 7, wake up with Aaron on Red Road. It's cold in Ohio. So I'm not going there It's cold in Vostok Station In the middle of nowhere It's cold in New York City With that north wind blowing through Cold in Ohio It's warm here next to you Next to you Next to you Jamie Lawson there, listening to all the places it's cold, though he missed out. Cold in Sheffield, cold in Rotherham, and also cold in the studio too. Freezing today. Jamie, make sure you add that in next time you uh, perform that track, all right? Do you remember this guy? Hey now, it's Ben. What's going on, Ben? Oh yeah, he's uh, he's been axed by Simon already. Uh, just over a year after winning the show, he's already gone. Uh, which, uh, well, it's not great, is it? The singer has become the quickest winner to be dropped by the music mogul since Steve Brookstein, the very first winner of The X Factor. That's right. Ben Haynow has been axed by Simon Cowell just months after releasing his debut album. The 31-year-old singer, who won the series in 2014, brought out his self-titled album back in November. And although it debuted at number 10 on the UK Albums Chart, his latest single, Slamming Doors, didn't chart at all. Ben's rep had confirmed the news to the Mirror newspaper, but said Simon is still very supportive of the singer's career. A source also told the Mirror, Simon is sad about the decision but it just hasn't worked out for Ben of course Fleury's came second in the series but has had way more success than Ben and uh, Ben is now focusing uh, on uh, his new career if you like and so is Fleur still with Simon the singer wrote an open letter to fans last night confirming the news on his Twitter page um, he said uh, hey guys sorry I've been a bit quiet on here recently been a crazy few weeks so I just wanted to let you all know directly from me that after what has been the most incredible experience working on my debut album myself and Psycho Entertainments have decided to part ways working with The X Factor and Psycho has been the most amazing time of my life and it has given me the best possible platform for the start of my career I have the utmost respect for them both and I can't thank them enough for all the help and everything they have done for me this past year I've had the privilege of working some, with some incredible people making some great friends and making a great record which I'm still extremely proud of which thanks to you lot is going to have to sell uh, over 100,000 copies and is still going however after discussions with the Psycho team we both felt it was right to move on most importantly, I would like to say the biggest thank you of all 
to all of you. You've all made my dreams come true. I owe you everything. None of this would have been possible without you guys. The ongoing loyalty, love and support that you have shown me this past year and beyond has made me the proudest and luckiest person alive. You have... Uh, you are rather the best fans anyone could ask for and I mean it when I really do love you all cannot wait to see you all on the tour stay tuned Ben just put three kisses on the end of that as well but it's it it's over finito Ben and Psycho are no more I suppose we kind of expected it really didn't we uh, big talking point is Rihanna today. Rihanna's released Anti, a much-anticipated album, of course, was supposed to be released back in November and then pushed back. And really, today's become uh, much of a surprise because there was no release date set for this. It's just kind of dropped at midnight and now everybody wants to hear it. Uh, of course, she uh, surprised everybody by releasing Work on Wednesday and I'd be very, very surprised if it wasn't in the chart um, tomorrow with Ben. Uh, check it out from nine here on Red Road FM. But uh, we shall see, won't we? Work is a brand new single from Rihanna and Drake together. Loads of mixed reviews on this. So we'll uh, tell you what people think after we play the track. You can make your own mind up on it as well. Personally, for me, I've listened to it and think... Uh, not great not great but you can make your own mind up this is Rihanna brand new New Music Friday featuring Drake it's called Work Brand new Rihanna on Wake Up With Aaron today. Make up your own mind. I just think, um, what on earth is she saying? You can't tell the words she's saying. I'm sorry, I can't, uh, outburst there, but you can't, you can't. And I mean, to be honest, right, she's been in the studio for, for so long. It's been so long since she released an album. Three years, like Adele, okay? And with the, when, you, when you go into a studio to record an album, you're actually supposed to come up with words aren't you? Not, anybody can do Anybody can do that. I mean, some of the tweets on this are fantastic. Um, think when Rihanna comes up with actual lyrics for work, it'd be great. Uh, Rihanna is a lyrical genius. Homer, what do you think? That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I rest my case. Every weekday morning from 7, wake up with Aaron on Red Road. Right, a lot of people have been asking for this today. Haley's requested this. Kaylee's requested this as well. Good rhyme there. And uh, Mike, I think, was the other person who uh, requested this. Uh, just lost it off my text machine there. But anyway, Zane's back. He's uh, released his brand new single. I hope you enjoy this because uh, it's been a it's been a really really rush um, for me to download this and then to edit it as well because it's got loads of explicit language in it. But I thought because everybody wants to hear it this morning, everybody's going to be playing it. So uh, I've downloaded it. I've edited it for you, so I uh, hope you enjoy this brand new single from Zayn Malik as part of New Music Friday. This is Pillow Talk.
that's just about it from me today and for this week as well uh, you can catch up with all the best bits on the uh, Wake Up With Aaron podcast hear all the best bits from the interview earlier on this week with Howard Jones have a fantastic weekend whatever you're up to and I'll see you on Monday Every weekday morning from 7. Wake up with Aaron. Be honest, it's great, isn't it? Go ahead and say it's great. Only on Red Road.